0: What's up, Earth Citizens? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. In this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Roush interviews students from the agency, a student-run advertising and design firm. They talk about the projects they worked on this last semester and what it's like to take a class that's basically like running a business. I'm David Roche. I'm the producer of the show. I'm also director of community programming at Quinnipiac Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush. He's the dean of the School of Communications. Thanks for listening. My
1: name is Chris Roush. I'm the dean of the School of Communications, and joining me today are three students from the agency class. The agency class is a group of students who work on projects for clients. So joining me is uh, Lisa Ferreira. Nick Reynolds and Anna Bonomo. So let's start by just having each of you tell the listeners a little bit about uh, what interested in, uh, in taking this class. Lisa, we'll start with you.
2: Definitely. So I think what interested me most is like getting to work with real clients. I think oftentimes in college it's hard to get an internship. Also throughout the year, people don't have cars, you can't get off campus and stuff, but this class really brings um, client work to you so you didn't have to travel off campus and also getting credit for it definitely helps.
1: Anna?
3: I would say the same thing. I also really like the fact not only that we got to work with clients, but that the class kind of functions in an agency setting. So I'm not just with, I'm a PR major and I'm not just working with other PR majors. I'm working with advertising majors, design majors. So it's cool that we're functioning in a real world setting as well.
4: Coming out of my internship in the summer, like I kind of really got my first real experience in an agency world, and that's something I really wanted to continue. So that's the main reason why I applied and also kind of to got a taste of it in some of my courses, but working with like visual design and PR students and kind of getting a different perspective on some of the work that we were doing um, and kind of blending it all together and coming together with a final product. That was something that really, I wanted to see if I could do and I could do it.
1: So Nick, both you and Lisa are graphic design majors. Is that correct? No, I'm advertiser. Lisa, your graphic design. Yes. And Anna, your PR. hmm Did you ever work with students uh and other majors like this before?
3: I wouldn't say in this capacity. Um definitely in some of my classes that weren't strictly for PR students, I was able to work with students of different majors and different interests, but I'd say this is the first time where in a really serious setting, I got to work with other majors and produce products that worked out really well.
1: Lisa, did you ever work with students in, in PR advertising?
2: Pretty much same with that. I think not in this capacity. Okay. When you're taking courses outside of your major, of course, you're working with other students, but you're not creating content that you could put towards your resume.
1: So before we start talking about your clients and what y'all worked on, uh, tell me a little bit about the fact that the class was taught by two professors, uh, Dr. Hilary fossil Cisco and Courtney Marchese. Uh, what is it like in a class that's, a, that's actually being team-taught and not just by one person?
4: I personally really enjoy it. Um, the two of them definitely have chemistry, and it, you can feel it in the room. And it kind of gives two different perspectives. Like You can tell they both respect each other's ground so much. Like, this isn't a question for me, this is for her. So kind of having that kind of perspective in the room really helps to fully understand all the projects we're doing and get the right advice from different people. So the combined expertise of both of them, I mean, it's definitely been a benefit and I really enjoy it.
1: Lisa or Anna, you want to add anything to that?
4: I agree.
3: I agree as well. Yeah. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) So tell me about the clients you work for this semester.
4: There have been three main clients, PIA, which is a pharmaceutical company. And then there's been the 20th anniversary of the School of Calm. We've been working uh, to create a website for that event. And then also the podcast studio, we wanted to help launch and brand some of the podcasts. We're creating a lot of content for them.
1: So let's talk about PIA first, because uh, I am somewhat familiar with that. What were, you, what were you doing for PIA?
3: So a lot of that was market research-based and trying to see what they were doing and how to make it better um, in terms of email communications or uh visual communications. I know they had a video that they sent out to um, their clients and potential clients, and it was sort of looking at their competitors and trying to compete with what they were doing and make it better. And I think it was really cool because each of our clients focused on kind of a different aspect. So for example, PIA was a lot of research and design-based and the client was really hands-off. And then compared to the podcast studio for example we work closely with them Uh, they came in for meetings and we got to focus that more on social media base so it was cool that each of the clients have a different focus
2: i think it's also cool that all of our clients have different deliverables so for pia we had to create email campaigns so we created one sheet that had four different brands of email like what they wanted to achieve so one was like how to order and then what their products do best and all these different things that tie back to PIA and we got to create those because they were just sending out regular text blocked emails and we wanted something that was going to pop for them. So it was giving that design feedback, but like we don't really always work with like healthcare industry. So that was like a different thing to see and was pretty cool.
1: Have you all had your final meeting with PIA yet or is that coming up? No. That's coming up, yeah. Okay. So are y'all working on how you're going to present this to them? Yeah. Okay. And what do you think the feedback is going to be? I'm, I'm kind of curious. Are, are you nervous about doing this? Or uh, how are you feeling about it?
4: I mean, I feel good. We've been working on it, like, all semester. And we've been, um, like, giving group feedback on all the stuff we've been putting together. So I feel like, though, they like it. And they've been, I mean, he, he's been super nice every time we've met with him and understanding. And he really just wants to see what we can do. And so I feel like he'll, he'll impress him and he'll, like, whatever. Thank him.
1: And who are you <laughs> meeting with from the company?
4: I believe... He works in the marketing department. I don't know exactly his title. That's,
1: that's fine. Just yeah. I didn't know if it was like the CEO or somebody in marketing.
3: I think we also bring a different perspective as students. And he's really excited about that because although we might not have the pharmaceutical experience, I think that's a positive because we bring a fresh perspective that they might not have worked with in the past. So I think he's really excited to see what we've come up with.
1: Expand a little bit on, on what you all have been doing for the podcast studio. Uh, is this like creating their social media accounts? What are you you doing for a podcast studio? And for listeners who don't understand what we're talking about, uh, the School of Communications launched the Quinnipiac Podcast Studio earlier this semester. And uh, it's a place where really anybody on campus, anybody in the community can come and uh, do their own podcast.
4: Uh, So for us with the podcast studio, I believe at the beginning we were tasked with five different podcasts. Um, that we're launching at the beginning. And so what we really wanted to do was create like a logo and as well as like descriptions and stuff like that for each of the podcasts to kind of get a good feel for it. So when they launch, people can understand what the podcast is made of. Uh, And going into that, we also created social content, um, examples for all of it. And it wasn't so much working for each of the podcasts itself, but kind of creating a template that people could look at in the future When they come in in future years to make their own podcast they can look at this and see this is how we branded the podcast this is the kind of social content we're putting out they can kind of use that to frame it for their own podcast
1: and then obviously i'm familiar with the plans for the 20th anniversary uh website lisa just tell me a little bit about how y'all decided on on what you ended up doing
2: yeah so we kind of split it up um, designers and then non-designers and the non-designers were like the content team so they were able to write all the content for the website but they visualized what we were going to design for the website and then we kind of worked hand in hand building out the website so that we put their vision into action but it kind of goes back and forth how the website will look because I know I talk with Anna all the time about like I have a question about this. And is this what she thought it was going to look like? Or did she want it something different? And we kind of just go back and forth. And I think that's what all of the other designers do with their other content teams. Um, We first, before we even started to design the website, we needed to know what was the biggest thing that we wanted to communicate with our audiences through the website and what we needed what information we needed on there. So we really dug through the School of Communications history and all the professors at Quinnipiac and past and alumni, just to really see what we can give to this website. I think that was
3: one of my favorite parts is like Lisa was saying, being able to collaborate with someone like her, uh, where we were able to kind of see what I was envisioning and then work with the design team so that they could bring it to life. And I think that's a really large, aspect of what real life is like, where I'm not the one as a content, I mean, as a content creator, I'm not the one designing the website. So it's been cool to kind of mesh both of our ideas together and get impact uh, and get insightful information from both sides and work together on that.
1: So I was going to ask that feedback that Lisa talked about, has is, is that been prevalent uh, for all three clients this semester?
2: Yeah, I would say so.
1: So I'm assuming in the next two weeks, shall will we be making new presentations to all three clients?
3: Yeah, we're kind of in the finalizing stages of each of the aspects. I would say the podcast studio and PIA are pretty much done. Um, And then the website, we're putting on the final touches. Uh, It's also been a big transition going to online compared to working in the classroom, which obviously everyone's been experiencing, but it's also been a really good learning curve because this this might happen where you can't meet with people in the real world. So being able to go over Zoom and texting people and meeting with uh, people that we have to approve this with and kind of just going through that entire process as well.
1: Yeah, I was going to ask, how, how did us going to online classes at Spring Break affect uh, the way that you all were working?
4: I made it a little bit more difficult because um, a lot of the content, at least I was working on, was going out and reaching out to people, um, faculty within the school and alumni, and trying to get quotes from them and learn about them for the 20th anniversary. But overall, I mean, we were still able to meet with our group with like people we're working with to do the project over Zoom. And we were still able to kind of collaborate with each other, even though we're not physically together. So it was probably one of the better classes that transitioned to online, at least for me.
2: Yeah, I agree, especially because In the real world, we may be in this setting where we might be a remote worker. So we might not always have the chance to be face to face. So this was definitely a good learning opportunity to kind of work out the kinks and see like what works best for other people as well as like your communication style when you aren't face to face anymore. So it's definitely like helpful to be prepared for this.
3: And it also held us accountable a lot because the class only meets once a week for three hours. So on the times where when we were back on campus, when we weren't meeting, we had to schedule the time outside of the classroom to meet with the people that we needed to. So just keeping that up throughout the week from each meeting, even at home, has been kind of the same. So in that sense, we haven't really seen a difference just because of the way our meeting schedule worked.
1: I'm interested in, in whether taking this class and working with these clients has changed what any of you are thinking about doing post-graduation, or is is it affected what you know, what your thinking career was.
4: For me, it kind of just reinforced it. I, over the summer, I'd worked as a, um, on the account team at an advertising agency. So I kind of liked being in charge and kind of seeing a project through uh, start to finish. So kind of working with more students and being able to do that back in a class setting, it kind of just reinforced that and still hoping to do that after I graduate.
3: For me, I actually, kind of changed what I thought I wanted to do. I always was interested in public relations, but then kind of as I went through my college experience, I started getting interested in production a little bit. Um, And that was actually my internship this past summer. And I was working in sports and I was really liking it. And then I came to school and I started working at the marketing office for Quinnipiac. And I still wasn't really in an agency setting, but it was something that I always wanted to try out and see if I liked it or not. And so I was really excited when this class was offered because I kind of wanted to try it out, see if I liked it or see if I didn't. And I really love working in this setting, um, working with people of different majors and kind of seeing that project go full circle, like Nick said, I think is one of my favorite aspects of it. And it really made me wanna work in an agency setting after graduation.
2: Yeah, I agree. This is my second time taking this course. So I took it fall semester and I obviously loved it so much that I took it again. I think it just gives you real-world experience while still being on campus, and it really just solidified, like, this is kind of what I wanted to do after graduation. I liked this setting. Um, Last semester, we had way less students than we do now, and that was a big shock to me when I came for this semester because it gave me two separate opportunities to work with a smaller group and then a larger team. So I got two different views just from this one class by taking it twice, and I think that really is something that I could take on after college.
1: Right. Anything that I didn't ask about uh, that you guys wanted to mention about the agency?
3: I think people should join it if they haven't heard about it or don't know if they're, they're on the fence. I think it's a really invaluable experience to, I mean, we have three really professional booklets that we've all created that we can add to our portfolio and our experience, and it's while we're on campus, so you don't even like Lisa said, you might not have a car, you might not be able to get an internship while you're taking full course load. And the fact that you can do this while you're a student is really awesome.
1: I agree. It's I've sat in on both classes in the two semesters I've been in Quinnipiac. And I've been really impressed with the quality of the work that the students have done. I think it really prepares you for the real world in, in, a, in a way that no other class does. So I want to thank you all for your time.
0: This has been great. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Was Chris Roush interviewing Lisa Ferrara, Nick Reynolds, and Anna Bonomo. They're students from the agency, a student-run advertising and design firm. Uncommon Grounds is a podcast hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. Shows produced by me, David Roche, and I also did the music. To learn more about our podcasts, visit qu.edu podcast. You can subscribe to all of our podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other apps. Definitely check us out on Twitter and Instagram at QUPodcasts. Do you have a story to share, something you want us to talk about? You can find us on social media or shoot us an email. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Caitlin Wardlow, a senior public relations major who wants to get into event planning. Until then, stay inside, wash your hands, and thanks for listening.